Whether we're talking about ancient traditional practices like Chinese feng shui or Indian vastu or the much newer sciences of personal environmental psychology, we need to have a basic comprehension of how our personal environments or what I call our spaces shape our health, fitness and wellness. And by the end of this video, you'll be well on your way to designing a home and workplace that works for your health goals and not against them. Thanks for checking out my channel. I'm Roar Alexander, healthy living expert and integrative health and fitness coach. And my channel right here is all about helping people just like you easily start living stronger, longer, and better by giving the boot to silly fads and trends and instead offering you simple tips and realistic solutions to bettering your health, mind, body, and life today. Now, if this sounds good to you, please remember to quickly hit that big red subscribe button and also make sure you hit that little notification bell so you'll always get updated on all my new videos the moment they come out. What is it that we can do to make sure that we design environments that help us live, as I say, stronger, longer, and better? Well, my first tip is more of a principle and something you really, really need to get dialed in if you want to change your spaces to change your life. And it's something that's really quite trendy right now, but with very good reason. And that is clean, clutter-free, and organized spaces. In nearly all beginners feng shui or home wellness design articles, videos, blogs, etc., they will always start out with organization and cleaning. And while organization or organizing stuff is a more of a modern concept than feng shui, it is a very important one. This is because clutter has been consistently shown to raise anxiety, distraction, and basically overrides our brain's ability to focus and think clearly. And of course, no one likes dirt, dust, mold, and bad smells. So a thorough cleaning and a thorough organization is always a really good place, the place, to begin. Now, knowing this, let's jump into some of the some of my more in-depth tips. And as nutrition is the key element to all of our health journeys, I think that setting up our nutritional space or, you know, kitchen is a key starting point for your newfound health success. And I'll start off with some really easily doable but often ignored tips. First of all, make sure to get rid of all the junk foods out of your home, or at least place them away from eyesight where you won't be tempted to eat them and ruin your healthy eating. I suggest, if possible, just try not to have them inside the house. Now, on the flip side, instead, I want you to try to have healthy food options in eyesight, such as a fruit bowl or vegetables and healthy, low-calorie snacks readily at hand. Like I said, it could be fruit, vegetables, some jerky, small plain yogurts, or in the worst case, some low-calorie, decent uh, protein or whole food bars. Make sure to also do some prep work with your healthy snacks. It's much easier to grab some veggie sticks and hummus, for example, if they're already pre-cut and waiting for you versus having to pull them all out and chop them up every single time you want to eat. I like to have some chopped veggies, a couple hummuses or low-calorie dip options, some quality slices of hard cheese, raw nuts, and a couple boiled eggs, and even a shrimp ring is my personal favorite pre-prepped high protein snack. Finally, when it comes to the kitchen, as this is a key room, make sure that you watch my video about designing a healthier kitchen, where I really dive a lot deeper into designing a better kitchen to help you on your health, wellness, and fitness journey. While I'm talking about the kitchen, this leads me to point number three, and this 
is truly designing a home where each room has its utility and purpose optimized or even what really should be maximized. What does this mean? Each room has a point to it, doesn't it? The kitchen, nourishment. The bedroom, sleeping and body recovery. The washroom, both freshening through hygiene and cleansing, but it can also serve as a great source of relaxation by doing things like hot mineral baths and steamy showers, which in honesty is a big part of my daily bedtime routine. The living room is a room to connect and socialize and move around, which I'll be getting to. And the dining room is a great place to share meals and again, spend more time connecting with friends and family. Finally, you can also add areas like a home office to really get your daily grind on and a Zen zone to do the complete opposite of that. So now how do we do all this? Well that's a big question but what works is best to ask yourself what is the main purpose and desired outcome of each room and what do I need to get out of this particular room? For example the bedroom is sleeping right and what do we need for a good sleep? We need darkness, quiet, cool, relaxing so you would start to make sure your bedroom is all those things. Now the washroom I actually have two kinds of light sources in it. That typical bright daylight lighting for during the mornings and the daytime but also much lower, warmer, and much more dim lighting for the nighttime, giving it more of that relaxing spa feel. I also have a few plants, some nice and functional decor, and I use some light essential oils to make the room always feel fresh and clean, with lemongrass and eucalyptus being my two favorite go-tos. The dining room, for example, should be set up for sharing, mindful eating, and connection. Not so bright that it feels like a food court, but not so dark that it makes you feel sleepy. A nice table and chairs, some calming decor, with enough room to feel comfortable so you're not cramped, but not so big also that you feel separated. Personally, I find wood tables or round or oval tables uh, to feel the most comforting and really gets that communication going. And make sure to avoid heavy scents in the dining room, which will allow you to truly enjoy the aromas of the meals that are being served. For the other rooms, just do the same thing I just did. What is this room for and how can I make it feel like that? Beyond just the room's individual aspects, however, I also believe that you should look at the house as a whole and design it to serve your overall health and well-being through targeting the principles of health and fitness. So again, what does this mean? Well, we know, for example, that we live in an overly comfortable and static life in the West. One of the biggest problems we have is our lack of daily physical activity and loss of mobility starting at very early ages. So my home is optimized to counter these primarily Western health problems, and I've done that by by applying principles learned through my experiences living and traveling abroad through Asia and India. So my home is very focused on getting in more neat or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. I have purposely designed a low furniture home and instead of filling it with stuff, I focus more on having lots of space to move about freely. Instead of couches and lazy boys, we have a variety of yoga mats, zabutons, floor cushions, zafus, uh, small 12 inch high stools and beanbag seats. And when I do eventually buy chairs, I'm basically planning on buying some small, nice looking modern rocking seating or maybe even a Moroccan style magless floor sofa, which I absolutely love and I really want to get that going. In my home office, I use a stand-up desk, a Swiss ball for sitting on, while in my living area, I have a stand-up coffee table and all matter of mobility tools like bands, foam rollers, yoga, tune-up balls, uh, etc. 
By making sure my home is maximized for passive physical activity, I never have to remind myself to be more active. On top of all this, I've also added a relatively small functional uh, home gym. Moving on to number four, and this is having visual reminders to help you both create and stick to new habits until they become lifestyle habits that you no longer need to be reminded about. For example, I have a blackboard wall in my kitchen that I put there on purpose. I use it to write myself and my family small nutritional reminders such as did you take your vitamin D, did you take your fish oil, or it's sometimes things that just come up that are going to be up there temporarily. This actually does help us remember it even though we keep it in a very easy to spot supplement shelf that's right out in the open. Now for my coaching clients, I give them a number of tracking and planning PDFs to print out put on the fridge such as a water tracking PDF, a step tracking, workout tracking, etc. And then the feedback from these has been excellent. So as a little gift to you, if you would like to get a simplified version of one of these that you use for yourself, visit my website at www.royalexander.com slash free reminder and download your own 28-day lifestyle light tracker and put them on your fridge. No catches, no email needed, no tricks. Just let me know how it goes if you do download it. Also, make sure to do simple actions each night like having your shoes out for a morning walk. Make sure you have your workout clothes laid out and your gym bag prepped so you can avoid having, say, that dash in the morning where you're getting ready and running all over your home trying to look for everything and then using the old I ran out of time excuse. Remember, failing to plan is planning to fail. And that's a quote that I've had written on any one of my offices since like 2004 and it's very true. Also, be sure to have your tools set up and ready to go. Your blender clean and waiting. Your morning coffee ready to go. Measuring cup scale or measuring spoons easy to access. Easier you make your prep particularly in the morning or in the evenings the easier it is to create and stick to new habits. Finally I like to have a few pieces of inspiration of the core that I find useful in helping me keep fit and on the path. Personally I find images way more useful than written quotes or mantras. They do say that a picture is worth a thousand words so I've kind of gone with that. Now for me I have framed superhero movie posters in my home gyms that always mentally perk me up on my workout day but you can have anything that you want as long as it inspires you to stay healthy and like I said on that path. Now speaking of inspiration my final tip is making sure that your home and if you can even workplace serves as inspirational intentional and motivational spaces. At least twice a year I go through all my items from my books to decor to clothing and I ask myself does this serve me anymore? Do I like it? Do I use it? Was to go, would I notice it? Would not having it impact my life in any significant ways? Many people keep items that don't serve them in any positive way and sometimes even in negative ways. Are you keeping something because it was a gift and you feel bad if you got rid of it? Maybe it's a broken item, like why are you keeping it? Maybe it was a hand-me-down, but you know you're never going to use it. Maybe it's a relic from an unhealthy past relationship. Or I've even seen people that keep like two or three of the same thing as they feel that one day they may need it or what if I can't afford it when the time comes and I need it. This is an unhealthy mindset of anxiety of the future and something that needs to be worked on. But no matter what it is, I can promise you that there is somebody out there who will not only like it, but who even needs it. So get to donating that stuff already. If it's not serving 
bothering you, get rid of it. At the end of the day, try to make sure to keep your home only with items that either serve functions to help you stay on your wellness journey or items that bring you joy by having them and don't keep things that give you over guilt, worry, or a poor future mindset. That's it. That is my top five tips to designing better spaces and improve your health, wellness, and weight loss success. What did you think? Let me know in the comments below and do share any tips with me that you think that I may have missed out on. And a reminder, if you still haven't done it yet, make sure you go and hit those both those subscribe and bell notifications as I bring out many videos uh, as I can on simplifying subjects like this, as well as nutrition, wellness, exercise, uh, lifestyle, all that sort of stuff. And if you didn't know this, you can also follow my audio Health by Design podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and most other podcast platforms where I share with you the same advice I use for myself and with all my coaching clients, as well as introducing you to unique guests from all over the world that you really don't often hear on other podcasts. As well, you can follow me, of course, on IG at Roar Alexander. And like always, no matter where in the world you are, if you really want some help and guidance on your health and fitness journey, I'm also available for private coaching and you can set up your absolutely free, no, no pressure, one-on-one -on -one consultation call with me by visiting my website at roaralexander.com slash free call, or you can even just send me a DM through my IG or Facebook. And until next time, remember, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better.